0: Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Housekeeping with Elk and Meerkat. I'm Meerkat.
1: And I'm Elk.
0: And today's episode is called Sports Medicine. Sporty.
1: Sports. Go sports. Go team. We
0: love sports around here.
1: We love the gaming of sports.
0: He does stuff with balls and sticks and uh, he runs a little. We Uh, We don't see him run, but like...
1: I'm sure there was some running somewhere. Right. Something had to happen. His heart starts running really fast.
0: <laughs> it sure does.
1: High heart rates. That's that's I sports got for high you. High
0: hearts, wait, high hopes.
1: No, you yeah, said it right.
0: Okay, tell us about it.
1: All right. This episode, a baseball player's comeback is cut short when he breaks his arm. House and the team have to act fast to figure out what is causing major bone loss that's killing the player and his dreams.
0: Killing the player and the game.
1: Killing him softly.
0: With its bone fracturing osteo- loss lost, loss yeah right
1: <laughs> right this week we have scott foley as hank wiggin the primary patient uh he's been on a few things um he was roman on scream three noel crane on the show felicity sean kelly on scrubs which he was actually on that one for a really long time it's weird because i I think I recognize him, but I haven't seen Scrubs in a long time, so I'm not positive.
0: Yeah, because I don't like it, so we don't watch it.
1: Yeah, there we go. And then Jake Ballard on Scandal. He's, he's actually had a lot of long-running, long-running TV shows. Nice. Uh, next, we have Meredith Monroe as Lola, Hank's wife. She's so cute. Not Lola Bunny. No. Just Lola. She was... A An- showgirl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she was Andy on Dawson's Creek. She had a role as Carolyn on 13 Reasons Why, and then Alice Kincaid on Heart of Dixie. She's been know. on a few things, too. I haven't watched any of those, though, I re- so...
0: I read 13 Reasons Why, but I didn't watch it.
1: You didn't see her in the book? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not what you imagined. All right. Uh, next, we have Art LeFleur as Warner Fitch, Hank's coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. LeFleur. I'm just... I think of dodgeball as soon as I hear that name. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. think of Harry Potter. Peter Lafleur, oh yeah.
0: You know Lafleur. Yeah. <laughs> from from Lafleur.
1: The one named Lafleur, right? He is in my mind a really recognizable character actor. He's one of those guys that I feel like I see him a lot, but I don't recognize or I don't remember his name. It's
0: very mob boss.
1: Yeah. Um, the big one that I definitely remember him from. He played the ghost of Babe Ruth on The Sandlot. Yes. That's the big one. Uh, He was the tooth fairy in Santa Claus 2 and 3.
0: Big mobster, this one. (laughs) Big mobster. Uh,
1: Just a ton of different films and TV shows, um, mostly throughout the 90s and the early 2000s. Uh, Next, we have Sally Richardson-Whitfield as Sharon, who is a pharmaceutical rep and someone else, but we're not going to say until we get there. We'll get there. We'll get there when we get there.
0: I will turn this car around.
1: She she played Zoe Neville on I Am a Legend. She was Will Smith's, I guess, I think Will Smith's wife on that one. Yeah. Whatever his name was. <laughs> his his name was Dr. Neville, but yeah. so I assumed yeah. that it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um she plays Allison Blake on the show Eureka. She's also on Altered Carbon and an episode of Black Lightning too. I, I haven't d- seen any of it. Yeah. I th- I think I kind of recognize her from I Am Legend, but not the others as much. And then the last big one was Brian Singer as a fictionalized version of himself.
0: Yes, which makes me happy.
1: (laughs) Yes. He is a director and co-creator on House, um, as well as a producer, I think. Is he one of the producers?
0: Uh, Don't quote me on things.
1: But he's done a ton of other films and TV shows as well. The ones I know him from are, he's done, I think, at least four of the X-Men movies.
0: Yep, never seen any of those. Go Uh, ahead and hate me.
1: (laughs) He's produced a lot of films that we've liked, too, like The Taking of Deborah Logan. Ooh, great one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, And in
0: this, he's directing a commercial. He's directing
1: a commercial. And his name's even Brian in it. Yeah. So, yeah, he's some version of himself. But that's all I have. Uh, Did you, do we have any... Warnings for this episode?
0: Yeah, we do. Um, first of all, I want to say that neither of us are doctors and nothing we say on this show should be used as medical advice. You've been warned. <laughs> um, we do have some content warnings this week. We have drug addiction. We also have um, some talk about organ donation. wanted to throw that one in there just because I know... Um, Especially the way that it goes down with this one, donating to somebody you know that can be a touchy subject. Um, we also do have a suicide attempt and abortion talk. So if you don't like any of that, uh you know, the this usual. ain't it. see you next week.
1: This ain't it. All right. Let's uh get right into it here.
0: I could say if yarn't into that
1: Oh boy. <laughs> Yarn't? It's just it's not a word that I use.
0: I said yarn't this morning, and Elks really stuck on it.
1: I'm I'm shook
0: because I don't say y'all, yeah. I say you guys or but she you says guyss
1: Yar and yarn't like a yeah. pirate.
0: <laughs> I'm a northern pirate, man. There we go. Yarn't. Yarn't. All right, cool. So let's get into it. Yeah.
1: Okay. So we open up on baseball player, or specifically pitcher Hank Wigan, who's attempting to shoot an anti-drug commercial, and he does so poorly. Uh, Hank apparently has a history with, uh, drugs, but got clean, and so he's doing this commercial to sort of, uh, fix his public image, I guess, sort of reinvent himself.
0: It seems like a PR stunt.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he attempts to throw a baseball, and his arm breaks in the process, and it's not-
0: Fucking ow. It
1: it is, like, a clean, full-blown, his arm- His entire humorous is like, no, no. Yeah.
0: It looks like it's his humorous from yeah. from what they like show of the little kind of graphic I and guess. the x-ray
1: that they show a bit later too yeah. yeah uh we jump to Wilson presenting the case to House House ha- or excuse me Hank has osteopenia osteopenia mm-hmm. osteopenia yeah. and since he's young Wilson thinks House might be interested uh House thinks it would be cancer but Hank's MRI and pet scan were negative for signs of cancer but when House finds out the patient is Hank Wiggin, famous baseball player, he decides to take it. So what is osteopenia?
0: Okay. This is not osteoporosis, but okay. it can lead there. I, I feel like that's kind of what you were going, you were like osteopenia. That's yeah. not, that's not the one. Um, so osteopenia is basically when you start to lose bone mass and your bones are going to get weaker. So it's going to start from the inside out and it's going to get brittle because you're losing calcium, um. And it's just going to, like, keep spreading and keep getting worse. So, obviously, he's already at a pretty bad point. Um, But this can get to a point where even just body weight can fracture your bones. Like, you can get very, very brittle bones. You don't want that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, And then I did want to talk a little bit about an MRI versus a PET scan because they both come up. I feel like they normally just kind of mention these in passing. And this is in passing also. But there is a difference. So, with an MRI, they're looking at kind of your... Your tissue and your organs, right? A PET scan um, is much more complex, and you're going to get down to a cellular level. Um, so they're going to use tracers for this, and then the radiologist can see these certain areas um, and see, like, your body functioning rather than just how big is this organ. Yeah. So, so it goes a lot deeper into it. Okay. So they've already really covered their bases with this. Because yeah. they're like, oh, it's cancer. They, they've checked yeah. Like, they already did the PET scan. They've really gotten in there.
1: Okay. Got it. So, uh, we jump over to Foreman, who's getting ready for work with his secret
0: girlfriend. We finally get to see her. Was that yes. two episodes ago?
1: I think that, it may have been even more than that. Um, maybe
0: it's like two or three that yeah. all of a sudden Foreman's like, yo, girlfriend. And we are like, uh, what?
1: Yeah, that was the episode where Dr. Hamilton comes into town. Yeah, yeah. Because he asks him about it. But Who
0: has time for that?
1: I i mean, Foreman's a busy dude. I don't know how.
0: No, oh, he's a busy dude. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, they don't say her name in this scene, I believe, but her name's Sharon. She is a pharmaceutical rep and apparently was meeting Foreman the night before on business, but it gradually became more intimate. <coughs> Yo.
0: Which also, okay, the way they go about this, like, it seems weird because foreman had talked about a girlfriend and he's like it's not serious but it could be mm-hmm. but now we're presumably a few weeks later at least and it seems like they're still kind of really awkward with each other yeah and
1: yeah i'd agree with that
0: so it's like okay well foreman wants us to go somewhere but it's i, I don't know it's kind of weird but as this episode progresses a lot happens with this so maybe it'll keep progressing yeah progressive sponsor us <laughs>
1: Uh, so because of this little, uh, morning routine, he ends up being late for work, which the entire team notices, but he lies and says his car broke down and he's only like a minute or two late. Yeah, he late.
0: was two minutes late. So. He could have said he got stuck on the elevator. Yeah.
1: House like, pointed out, oh, if your car breaks down, you're an hour late. You don't come up with that excuse for two minutes. So it's something else. Something yeah. else is going on. Cameron starts talking about Hank's issue and she says it has to be cancer, but Chase points out that the test but it's not cancer. Yeah, Wilson ran <laughs> more negative. House says his chem seven showed poor kidney function mm-hmm. and he's also convinced it's not cancer. Um but Cameron thinks he, House, just wants it to be something else so they can fix it and help him pitch yeah, again.
0: Basically. So a chem seven is a basic metabolic panel. Um you've probably had them run on you before. So they're looking at seven different parts, hence the seven. You're looking at sodium, potassium, chloride, bicarbonate, um blood urea nitrogen which is bun if you ever see that um (laughs) sesame seeds if you ever see that uh abbreviated there we go that's what that stands for uh creatinine and glucose so really just looking at everything that's going on looking at how those levels are and yeah i can point you in the right direction if something's malfunctioning
1: okay house points out hank has gained 20 pounds over the past year same (laughs) quarantine (laughs) am i right right um (laughs) Cameron thinks that he just let himself go, but uh, Foreman suggests it could be steroids, since they know he had been a drug user previously. Yes. Steroids apparently explain all of his current symptoms, so that's what they go with. And Chase questions Hank about it, which he denies. He, Chase, requests a urine sample, which Hank declines pretty angrily. He's just like, no, I'm not going to give that to you, but... Chase laughs and points out that it doesn't matter because Hank is currently on a catheter and they can just get his urine sample from his bag or his yeah. container on the side Which, of his bed.
0: Okay, a few things here. Like, why even ask, honestly? Yeah. But um, it's weird that he so vehemently denies him access to this because, like, you use urine samples for a lot of things. Yeah. Like, for a lot of different testing. And they I know... They could just
1: be looking for blood in his urine if he's got... Like, bad kidney function
0: i feel like they probably would have already gotten some urine yeah and so i know chase is you know right now he, he's bringing up drug use and stuff and so that's obviously on his mind but like they're gonna need it at some point anyway with the problems that he's having it just give him some damn urine yeah bruh.
1: just give me the pee just just please shower me yeah there we go pour some urine on me pour some urine on i don't like that song okay Okay, so Foreman and Cameron run the urine sample. Foreman asks Cameron to cover for him on Friday, Friday so he can go to the dinner with this pharmaceutical rep who he doesn't tell her is da- Sharon, and then he's dating her. He just implies it's a business meeting. Cameron says she can't due to apparently this oncology dimmer slash seminar that she's attending, mm-hmm. and this comes up a lot in this particular episode house continues talking to some mysterious person on the phone we see him talking to someone multiple times in the earlier parts of the episode looking like he's trying to buy something and making it seem like it's, it's shady very sketchy yeah yeah
0: I, I you need cash yeah i can get it no no, no it's no problem
1: no, I'll, get get it, I'll get it by six yeah yeah like it sounds like he he has a loan shark who's gonna break his legs and make him have to use a cane for the rest of his life oh wait oops <laughs> He attempts to check out of clinic duty 15 minutes early, but Cuddy catches him and attempts to get him to see another patient. Rather than go into that room with the patient, House instead decides to just diagnose each patient in the waiting room. The first lady he sees has pain in her leg. House notices some things on her and says, okay, well, you've been running too much each day to try and look good for your wedding. He asks her when the wedding is. She says it's coming up really soon. Apparently, she's been running too much to try to slim down and tone up, I guess. So, he tells her, you're doing it in bad shoes and you're running too much. Get better shoes, run less, you'll be fine. Patient number two says he can't get his contact lenses out. House looks at him real quick and says, they aren't in his eyes. And he's been attempting to remove his corneas. Ow.
0: I, (laughs) this is so funny to me. Because also, like, wouldn't he be not able to see. Does he just think it's blurry because his eyes are all irritated now? I don't...
1: Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's odd and makes me cringe a little bit. Mm -hmm. Patient three has numbness in his extremities. He also is suffering constipation and incontinence, urinary incontinence. House notes that he's a dentist and so he probably has nitrous oxide poisoning either from Getting high in his own supply or uh, maybe a leaky valve that's causing it to get him high, I guess, accidentally. Accidentally, So he prescribes him B12. And then the last patient says he can't see, but then tells House he's just joking. He's, he's hiding there um, because he has a hangover. He didn't want to take a test, but his doctor said, or not his doctor, his teacher said he needed a doctor's note to get out of it to be able mm-hmm. to take it at a later date. So he's just there for that. Um, so there's that. Do you know anything about nitrous oxide poisoning? Or we just kind of skip over that one for I now?
0: I was going to skip it for it. Okay. It's not, apparently it has the nothing treatment to do is B12. Yeah. Um, yeah, B12 helps a lot of things, honestly. I don't, it's not necessarily a treatment for it. I don't think it'd just be a pick me up and kind of get him feeling okay. Cause he probably also has a headache from it. Yeah. Um, it, it'd give him a little boost of energy and then he can either stop getting high or stop. Go uh, fix his shit
1: Yeah okay So Cameron and Foreman Tell House Hank Was negative for steroids when they tested him But he had elevated beta 2 Proteins which points To some type of cancer probably Either amyloidosis or Lymphoma Uh, Foreman says the fat pad Biopsy and abdominal CT scan were negative For cancer as well Yep. anything about all that
0: yeah so elevated beta two proteins are going to point to cancer it could also point to an inflammatory um like disease or an infection something like that but yeah probably cancer um and then the fat pad biopsy they're literally just looking at um it's called your fat pad your abdominal wall you have a layer of fat there right everyone does whether you're even if you're like super super skinny you're still gonna have that layer um and normally they're looking at this for uh, amyloidosis but You can look at it for a couple other things, too. And since he did another scan as well, Mm -hmm. they're just kind of looking at everything, trying to find something, (laughs) basically, is where they're at, yeah.
1: Maybe they missed something on the other scans for cancer. Okay. House says that there are ways to hide steroid use, but some symptoms can't be hidden so easily. So he goes to Hank's room, basically says, hey, what's up? I'm your doctor. And then just whips back his blanket to look at his, his junk. Yeah. And... According to House, he says his testicles are shrunken, uh, which is hypogonadism. Um, Hank still says that he's clean and doesn't use steroids, but House doesn't believe him and wants to start him on Lupron. Uh, Lola confronts House on him treating for steroids when Hank says he doesn't do them, and House sarcastically lies and says the treatment is basically just milk or calcium for the bones to heal.
0: Yeah, and they don't look it up and they're idiots. Also, no. I just look something up and I'm an idiot. So uh, nitrous oxide poisoning can actually cause a B12 deficiency. Really? Yes. Um, I'm not going to go into how because it, it oxidizes a bunch of things and does a bunch of things with your enzymes. But there you go. Okay. So yeah, he is cool. treating him with that. Um. Okay, so hypogonadism. So... Little anatomy for you guys. Gonads. Um, (laughs) Little anatomy. Okay. For men, this is the testes, right? But for women, women can also have hypogonadism, and it would be the ovaries. So um, you're going to be looking at the um, hormones for these. So for men, it's testosterone. For women, it's estrogen. But Mm -hmm. this can uh, affect either of them. So he has hypogonadism. Obviously, it's his testes that would point to testosterone. We've all heard about steroids drinking your junk mm-hmm. right so um lupron is a hormone associated therapy and it's in women used for uh, endometriosis and like it can be used for fibroids um also premature puberty but it can also treat prostate cancer um and it's gonna help out with those hormones yeah. overall. So, it has nothing to do with um milk right <laughs> which we'll get to in a second yes
1: I did find it interesting, and we talked about this before. The fact that they didn't notice this before because Hank has a catheter in, which would have been inserted right so in that area, so someone would have noticed. Unless if they it was, were
0: super shrunken, yeah, like somebody probably would have noticed, or at least marked it on a chart somewhere. Um, that's pretty normal on a on a chart. You have external genitalia, and mm-hmm. whether or not it looks normal or abnormal, any notes about it. Um, so if they were that far. Shrunken to where House, you know, whipped it back and was like, Whoa, those are tiny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then somebody else probably would have already noticed.
1: Yeah. Just odd. Yeah. be bit odd. Uh, Cuddy confronts House on his Lupron treatment. Um, she, she asks him, In what way are Lupron and milk anything alike? And House says, Well, it's creamy, which there we go. Sure. Apparently. <laughs> um so he says he has three reasons for the treatment which he's making up on the spot uh one he believes hank lied first about taking steroids so he feels justified in lying to hank about giving him this treatment
0: guess what he did lie
1: he did yes
0: we'll find out in a little bit
1: uh two house believes if he told hank the truth he wouldn't have agreed to the treatment probably true which there we go yeah Cuddy points out that if Hank doesn't actually need Lupron, it could cause severe respiratory problems. Yeah, who so, cares about that? We're in a hospital. That. We can treat that. And then, reason number three, House says he wanted to eliminate the placebo effect. I wasn't sure what he was getting at when he said that.
0: I, you know, I actually didn't put any thought into that. Um, I mean, we know what placebo effect is, yeah. but I, I think he's just making shit up, honestly. Yeah, at this point. It, or kind of like, oh, I'm just gonna give you pills and... We'll see if you magically get better. But it's not like he faked breaking, breaking his arm. his arm, yeah. I don't... Maybe he thinks by treating him, he is going to, like, oh, yeah, you know what? I I did do something, and now I need to tell you in case it interferes. I, I don't know. It's That's weird.
1: It's um, House then gives a fourth reason, which, I mean, he told Cuddy before he only had three, but he says, Hank won't sue if the loop lukepron doesn't help, because if it doesn't, then the problem is far worse than steroid abuse. So there's no harm in his mind in giving it to him.
0: Yeah, go for it. Uh, There
1: we go. Hank does indeed develop respiratory problems as well as impaired liver function. Oopsie. Oops. Foreman is late again. He suggests that uh, Hank's issue may be from environmental causes, but the wife doesn't seem to be sick. So House rejects it. Oops. He's wrong. He's wrong. Chase says ignoring the kidney issue would point to a breakdown of his adrenal glands, which would be Addison's disease. Uh, The treatment for it, ironically, is steroids, but it causes fluid retention, and with Hank's already impaired kidneys, that could kill him. So Foreman points out that they still need to figure out what's causing his kidney issues. Yep. Um. Yeah.
0: Um, so Addison's not going to go super far into it because it's not our final diagnosis, but this is an adrenal insufficiency and it's pretty uncommon. It's going to happen when your body's not producing, um, certain hormones or enough of certain hormones mm-hmm. and your adrenal glands, which are right above your kidneys, they sit on your kidneys basically. Um, they are going to produce too little cortisol and then most of the time also too little, um, aldosterone. So it's just going to cause a whole host of
1: problems. Okay. Oof, House says just because Hank didn't test positive for steroids right now doesn't mean he never did them before and the effects of doing them before linger Yeah, if
0: he was doing a bunch of them for a long time it might have already caused its damage
1: yeah and then it's just not in his system anymore so House confronts Hank on the possibility of him taking steroids before and Hank and Lola continue to deny that House says well I don't believe you uh, because he knows that Hank, again, was an addict previously and is likely to lie about his drug use, which is true. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hank finally relents and confesses that five years ago, his pitching coach put him on something that made him gain 12 pounds of muscle in four weeks. And Lola is surprised to hear this. She didn't know about it previously. So, yes, he was on steroids five years ago. He's not now, but was before, so... That may be why his kidneys are screwed at the moment.
0: From here on out, we're pretty much going to find out that Hank lies a lot, especially to Lola. And yeah, that, he's uh, kind of the freaking worst. kind of a piece of shit in yeah, a lot of ways. He
1: really is. House asks Cuddy to put Hank on the transplant list for a new kidney, which he pushes back on since they still don't know what's wrong with him. Which is fair. If he gets it and he's still got his problems, well, that kidney's shot. Too bad, that means yep. it could have gone to someone else and saved their life, but yep. not anymore. His test for Addison's was inconclusive, which is a fact that doesn't seem to bother House. She refuses to put him on the list yet, but tells House, if he can find something more concrete, she'll help him out. Here we go. Lola tells House she wants to give Hank a, her one of her kidneys. House is reluctant to go forward with it due to the unlikelihood that she and Hank are a match. Basically says just because you love him a ton doesn't mean that the science works out here. But she persists, and so he agrees to do the tests just to see if they are compatible. Uh, We jump to Cameron, Chase, and Foreman meeting for drinks at a bar. It's kind of nice. We don't see them hanging out with each other much outside of work.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, and it seems like very normal.
1: Yeah, like they do this all the time. Yeah,
0: so I guess it's just the first time we're seeing it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Foreman asks now, Chase took over for him on Friday, but Chase is going to the same oncology dinner slash seminar as well. They guess that Foreman is hiding something, and Foreman then says, okay, well, Chase is a brown noser for believing House, because House believes something else is going on. Chase says, no, I just, I like the guy. He does what he wants. He says what he wants, and he's usually right, so I, I respect him for that. They also wonder why House has been asking them for money, because he's yeah. been asking for <laughs> $1,000, and Foreman thinks it's for prostitutes. Um, Not the word he uses, but yeah, he, he thinks it's for prostitutes, but... Sex Cameron, workers. Yeah, sex workers. Cameron doesn't think that's what it's for, and they sort of tease her and think, oh, what, you think he doesn't have sex, and she gets defensive, so they're kind of wondering if... Maybe she's got a thing for House. Kind of, sort of, maybe just teasing. Are they wondering that? I don't know. Maybe just teasing Maybe you're wondering that. Maybe. Does she have a thing for House? Maybe
0: we should all be wondering that.
1: Maybe we should as we move forward. (laughs) House reveals he managed to score two all-access tickets to Monster Truck Rally Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. No, I don't know. It's Friday. It's (laughs) on Friday. (laughs) Um, And he asks Wilson to go with him. Wilson really wants to go, but says he can't because, according to him, he has to speak at this oncology seminar.
0: Yeah, they asked him a year ago.
1: A year ago, and he agreed. Rectal cancer is what he's going to talk about. So
0: Glamorous.
1: He tells House, I just can't do it, and I can't get out of it. So House says, well, fine, I'll find another friend to go with me. And Wilson's like, who? Do you have any other friends? And uh, House says, what, he's going to ask Carl, and that's not his name. I can't even remember.
0: Um, He he says he's going to ask Kevin in bookkeeping. And Wilson says, well, his name's Carl. He
1: says, well, I call him Kevin. It's a super (laughs) secret friends thing. Um, House gets the results of Lola's test and says she is a match, so she could donate a kidney to Hank. But she's also pregnant, which means she couldn't be a donor as it would kill the fetus. So Lola says she's going to go talk to Hank about that. Foreman tells Hank they're scheduling the transplant, but Hank says they aren't moving ahead with it, as he won't let Lola get an abortion.
0: Listen here, buddy. Uh,
1: Foreman says she's already scheduled it, and it's her choice, but Hank doesn't care and says trading for a, a kidney for the child, or his life for the kids, is murder, and he won't allow it. Oof.
0: First of all, good job, Foreman. Yes. Second of all, fuck ya, Hank. Yeah. Fuck ya real hard, all right?
1: You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to do it. Let I me go just...
0: ask my husband if I can get an abortion real quick. Okay. So, uh, I hate this so much because I do definitely think, obviously, that they should discuss it. Yeah. I mean, there should be a discussion here. It's both of their children. Um, they're
1: Both of theirs child. Both of theirs child. Yarn't.
0: Um, <laughs> But, I mean, in the end, it's her body and it is her decision. And also his reasoning for this is just so disgusting to me. I personally don't understand people that think they need to continue their bloodline and continue their legacy. It's fucking gross, okay? And you can send me all the hate mail you want. But his whole thing is like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna let her have this abortion because my child needs to be brought into this world. Okay, so you would rather die and her have this child and then have to raise it on her own? and you have no part in it whatsoever because oh that's right you're dead rather than get rid of this fetus try again that later they literally
1: just found out about they don't even know if it's healthy she's only 2 or... months pregnant yeah
0: yeah it... <laughs>
1: it's also weird to me like they do bring up the fact that they have been trying to have this kid for a while but lola has an excellent point she's like let's save your life and we'll just try again
0: exactly Exactly, or adopt, or do like something else. But like,
1: she's not older. They they both seem in their maybe late twenties or yes. something, early thirties. So, yeah. and yeah, they probably have time.
0: Probably have money to yeah. you know to get through adoptions and stuff like that. Not adopting is very very hard. Don't get me wrong, but he's famous. Yeah, yeah I, he can get on the list. It. I just I hate all of this so much.
1: And he's just so gross about it. Yes. I, I don't like it. Uh, Cameron tells House. About their issue with Hank and Lola, as far as Hank not wanting the transplant from her, uh, she asked House if he'd give up a baby for someone he loves, and he says, "Well, it depends on how long it would buy the person I was trying to save." It's a very pragmatic question for him. If it would buy them six months, he says, "No, I'd I'd let them die and let the baby live." If it would buy them, you know, fifty years or something, of course, you know, that's a full life. Um, Cameron says she wouldn't. And House believes that's a religious reason for it, but she denies that it is a religious reason. He, I guess she says that she doesn't need religion to believe that a fetus is alive. And he's like, well, the two are most often correlated. Yeah, so. they
0: normally go hand in hand. But we already know that she's a, um, did she agnostic? Say? I think, I, I think she said, said agnostic. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. Everyone's entitled to their beliefs, man, but. You shouldn't get to make the decision for other people. Yeah. Which she's not trying to. I mean, they're, they're just having a which conversation, is nice. which is fine. Yeah, on um, on her side of Yeah, things. she's not trying to push them either way, it doesn't seem, but I
1: mm, hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, House asked her to go to the monster truck rally with him. She agrees to go with it, but in the process, she reveals that Wilson canceled his lecture at the oncology seminar two weeks prior, so he lied to House about it.
0: Also him canceling is a big deal they don't really like we're gonna find out why he canceled and nobody's making a big deal of it and i'm like are you fucking kidding me he's the
1: head of oncology and so the fact that they booked he's just him a like, year ago yeah and the, now
0: he's not even going like it
1: it seems odd get your like,
0: fucking priorities straight my dude
1: well yeah and you would think too that something that major that house might know about it even not talking to wilson you think he would just hear about it
0: hear something yeah yeah see it in a newsletter
1: exactly Hank goes into tachycardia. Chase orders 10 units of insulin, sub-QT, and IV push D50. Yeah. This all happens really fast. Let's break it down slow. Okay.
0: <laughs> tachycardia. Um. So this is a rapid heartbeat. Could be normal, could be irregular, Um. but the point is that it doesn't match up with what you're doing. So obviously if you're like running... Your heartbeat's going to be faster, but he's not. He's just laying there, so it shouldn't be Straight fast. Straight chilling. Yeah. Um. Insulin sub-Q. So, this is insulin that is injected subcutaneously, and insulin's pretty much always injected subcutaneously, so it's weird that they... Speci- well...
1: <sighs> could you do an IV push of it?
0: Yeah. I think you could. So, so I guess maybe that's why he specified, um, but it's going to go into the fat layer that's under your skin, and... It's going, like, between the skin and muscle. Okay. Um, and then IV push of D50. We actually talked about this last week or the week before. This is a solution that has dextrose, which is sugar, in water. Um, and it's going to go as an IV injection, and it's kind of a fluid and nutrient replenisher, if you will.
1: So it's just straight fruit punch Kool-Aid directly <laughs> into your blood. Basically, yeah. Cool. Uh, Foreman notices his potassium, Hank's potassium up is up as well, and pushes chi-exalate?
0: Uh Yeah.
1: Peyote. I don't know why I see that word. I don't want to say peyote, but that ain't <laughs> it. Kayexolate to pull it out of him.
0: Yep. So this is used for, obviously, high levels of potassium. Um, if you have too much potassium, it can cause heart rhythm problems. So they're trying to get to the the extra out i'm not going to go into how it works because listen it's complicated and i don't feel like breaking it down nobody cares that much
1: Uh, (laughs) i heard it and i'm like okay yeah you do that that sounds important
0: also uh, do you want me to tell you about potassium a little bit yes okay so bananas obviously it's going to affect your how your heart is working right Mm because we've already established that it can fuck up your heart rhythm so if you have too much it's gonna be irregularly if you have too little um it can be irregularly (laughs) and it can also cause like fatigue and weakness and cramps and constipation so that's why if you get a muscle cramp or like for females if they're i shouldn't say females um for uterus bearing people Mm -hmm. um if you're cramping really bad you can sometimes eat some bananas Okay. We're hot Cheetos, that always works for me. So is um,
1: little potassium possibly a reason why I might get, like, a Charlie horse or something?
0: Yeah, it could be. Okay. Also, you just don't drink enough water.
1: I've been doing my best, this month especially. Yeah. yeah. Good job, buddy. Buddy. <laughs> and replenishing my electrolytes. Shh, whatever that means. The, the magic, The magic things in your blood. They say, while they're working on Hank, that it's not Addison's. Or steroids causing these problems because I guess they just don't match up. Hank's heart rate suddenly drops very, very low immediately after it was just shot through the roof and they can't explain it. And it's not responding to large doses of atropine. So they're not sure what happened or why it happened. They just say, We're gonna let's get him stable and try to figure out what's going on here. Uh, I guess we've talked about atropine before. Yeah, it's an
0: involuntary involuntary nervous system blocker. Um, So if you have a low heart rate, it can help with that. Um, They also sometimes give it to you before surgery. It can also help with certain drug overdoses and mushroom poisoning.
1: Okay. Well, speaking of mushrooms, Hank then is seen in his bedroom talking to his angels in the outfield coach. it's it's just shot the first time i watched it i wasn't sure whether he was dreaming or not just the lighting on it was very touched by an angel sort of thing he's the room is dark it's just light on them and it's super bright
0: i think they were trying to make you realize like oh this isn't real but it just came off as very like soap opera over dramatic yeah (laughs) for sure it was funny
1: uh he is hallucinating vividly house is sitting there watching him as he does it. He hears him talking and all of this stuff, making the movements that he would be making in his hallucination. Wilson comes in and says hallucinations and heart issues could point to digitalis, but he's not currently on it. It would also, according to him, explain only the most recent symptoms. It has nothing to do with the earlier ones, which gives house an idea. Uh, He speaks to coach Warner who." He notices clubbing on his fingers, pointing to a heart condition. Coach Warner says he is indeed on Digitalis and that he had visited Hank recently in the hospital. we saw him visit. Exactly. Um, He, excuse me, House asks him to give him his pills just so he can check them. He pulls out the bottle and notices it's nearly empty, even though he just got it refilled. And House says, don't bother. I know why. I know what happened. Uh, Apparently, Hank stole his pills and tried to kill himself.
0: Yeah. So this is possible. Um I don't think it's like a normal thing to overdose on um if you're if you're going for so a suicide slip and slide.
1: Um if you're going to slip and slide. Too this is an much edited TikTok. <laughs>
0: um but the toxicity can cause anorexia, nausea, vomiting and neurological issues and it can also uh make you have some fatal arrhythmias going on. Also anorexia um not nervosa, but as in the Lack of, like, appetite um, and, like, loss of appetite. Okay.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. So, House speaks to Hank about his suicide attempts. He asks if it was for Lola's sake to pay out some kind of life insurance policy, but Hank denies this and says, you know, no, she's not like that. You know, she's not a gold digger. She saved me. Uh, She saved his life, apparently, when he was in Japan. I guess that's when he was in the middle of his drug binge and they got clean together house says okay well now that we know that this heart stuff has nothing to do with it we're gonna go ahead and schedule this transplant and lola's abortion and hank tries to grab him to stop him which spills his urine container on house's pants yuck it's just straight up yuck golden showers yep Hank says he wants, this is the part where he says, oh, I want the baby to live. I want to know he's out there in the world, walking around, doing stuff.
0: He would literally rather kill himself and leave Lola, not only with a newborn child to raise on her own, but with a dead husband.
1: And that's assuming, if they've been having this many problems conceiving... <laughs> that's that assuming the baby's okay. Yeah, the baby may not and make viable. it yeah. Yeah, through, like... It's not just, oh, we're gonna try so hard, but if as soon as we know a baby's in there, everything's fine, like he would literally uh, nope. rather die. Yeah. Uh it's it just ain't gra- it ain't gravy. Um, he says if they anyone, if Lola, if anyone suggests a transplant again, he will be successful in his next suicide attempts. He's literally holding his life over them and saying, You better not do this or I'm gonna kill myself Which there is such a thing as a suicide watch and yeah stuff like that like they could keep him. i don't know like can they restrain him in any way or keep him watched 24 I 7 mean, to make yeah. sure he they doesn't watch okay so they could do that yeah um yeah,
0: he's just being a little bitch honestly
1: yeah for sure uh wilson notices the urine on house's pants because they smell really bad aside from the fact that his leg is just very dark compared to his other pant leg um house confronts Wilson about his lie of his Friday evening plans, and Wilson finally relents and tells the truth. He says he's having dinner with Stacy, who is Wilson or not Wilson uh, house's ex House tries to be okay with it, but is clearly upset about it, even though he says he he knows he's not allowed to be or he shouldn't be because Wilson and Stacy apparently are friends and it seems like they may have been friends even before he wilson and house were friends so um he says you know go ahead with it i don't care it's fine uh stacy tells wait no lola sorry tells (laughs) house to schedule the abortion in the transplant but house declines he says stacy has or why do i keep doing this
0: stacy's not here no she's not
1: here She's not here in the room right now, is she? I just
0: accidentally said your real name.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Everyone knows now. Shit. There's only like four of me, and most of them are in movies Uh or TV shows. Like Scrubs. Uh, He says, Lola has a right to decide what she wants to do with her body, but so does Hank. So if he doesn't want a kidney from her, he doesn't have to take it. Which, he's got a point. I mean, it sucks, but... I mean, yeah. He got but, a point. Yeah, he does. Basically, says if if he decides he doesn't want a kidney from you and he'd rather die, well, sucks. But there it is. Yeah. He's got a right to do that. Um, Lola breaks down and hugs house, and she does not notice that his pant leg is literally soaked in urine. She doesn't smell it, or I mean, at first she doesn't see it, but she doesn't even smell it, which surprises house. So he's like, okay, well, that's interesting. She's lost her sense of smell. We jump to Chase and Cameron discussing Hank's situation in what looks like a fairly nice restaurant. Maybe uh maybe an Applebee's or something. No, that's a Harrigan's. Harrigan Oh yeah. Because it's got pretty... them circle booths.
0: Circle booth from the old Harrigan's.
1: Yeah. I they moved to the new place and now like I'm not even confident that place stayed open. Yeah, they're open. Are they? Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
0: We just don't go because in a
1: pandemic.
0: We're we're in a Panda Express right now. We're we're in a Panda
1: Express worldwide. Panda Express, not good. Chase comments that he finds it funny. House asked Cameron to go to the monster truck rally with him, though Cameron denies that it's an actual like date. Date, and he's like, oh yeah, okay, sure. We see Sharon and Foreman arrive to this booth, and apparently, she Sharon is taking them out to wine and dine them before she pharmaceutical reps them yeah yeah she's basically just trying to sell them probably on new medicine or something like that that's how that works but she is not she's pretending it's for all three of them and she doesn't seem to show that she's there specifically dating foreman
0: like foreman sitting on the opposite side of the booth from her like it yeah
1: so it's supposed to look like a, a casual business dinner mm-hmm. that she's just trying to sell them something. Mm-hmm. House shows up and asks her to go get him a coffee, treating her like she is just a pharmaceutical rep there to you know wine and dine them.
0: Also, that's you would not treat a pharmaceutical rep like that. That's still fucking rude. Yeah, it Even is. Just randomly be like, and go get seems, me a coffee at this she restaurant. She seems really shocked by it, yeah. too, which
1: she should be. He pretty much immediately suggests Sharon maybe sleeping with one of them and deduces that it's foreman... Um, but we jump past that real quickly. He tells them that Lola has lost her sense of smell, which is interesting. And they originally ruled out environmental factors because she didn't seem sick. But if they look at her symptoms combined with Hank's symptoms, since he can smell, but if you put them together, Chase figures out, okay, that would be cadmium poisoning. And so they say, well... How can they get that unless they're, you know, literally eating batteries or something? How would they get that much cadmium poisoning? Mm-hmm. But because Chase was the one who went to take a urine sample, he thinks he has an idea of yep. what it is. So, do you want me to tell him how
0: they got it first? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'll just do it all together.
1: Chase asks Hank for another urine sample, which he gladly gives this time, which is interesting because the first time he seem to be trying to hide something and now he's acting like he's got nothing to lose which he says well no it's because i'm dying so i guess it doesn't matter now chase believes he's been smoking weed smoking the devil's lettuce which smoking
0: Lola weed smoking weed yep. ooh and coke drinking beer
1: yep lola says they quit but chase mm-hmm. says well maybe you quit but he definitely didn't mm-hmm. uh if He says, if you hadn't quit Lola, you would be in the same position that Hank is in right now. Mm -hmm. And given how progressed his symptoms are, it suggests that he's just not a social user. He is a heavy marijuana smoker. Yes. And uh, he says the marijuana was most likely grown in cadmium heavy soil, Mm -hmm. which would mean that that was getting into his system and that much of it would be causing major poisoning. Lola is super angry with Hank since he says he's been clean this entire time, but was clearly lying about it. He lying just says, about everything. Oh, I, just, I quit all the hard stuff. It's fine. It's like, well, if you're smoking six joints a day, that's not exactly... Clean. Clean, <laughs> is it? And in the end, she basically says, okay, I'll forgive you if you start going to meetings literally twice a day. Yep. Which he's... Ah, he's so annoying. I really feel way. like...
0: um. You know, we should have more conversations about this, which hopefully they do. But she's just like, I forgive you as long as you do more things. I don't... Know.
1: Like, he has a history of lying about his drug use. But you're just going like- to... He lied about his steroids. He probably lied about cocaine, which they suggest earlier that that was That his, was his thing, That yeah. was his drug, and he lied about it. Mm-hmm. And now he's currently still lying about his marijuana use, which he's doing currently. So across the board he is just a liar mc liar face yeah. so
0: oh and this whole time they've been they've had him on morphine um yeah. for his arm and the whole time he's like i don't even want to take the morphine because i'm clean and lilo's like bro take the morphine like you need it this you're in doctor pain it's, yeah. and they'll manage it and he's for making you. such a big deal out of it and the whole time he's been fucking smoking a reefer which, Which, like do Yeah, you're go for it. Reefer, but that's, but... Like, <laughs> that's not the point. Anyways, okay, so let's talk about cadmium poisoning. So cadmium is a heavy metal, okay? Um, yeah,
1: fucking brutal.
0: <laughs> so if you have inhalation exposure, so if you have, like, a high level over a short period of time, then you're probably going to get flu symptoms, okay? You might have some chills, a fever. Your muscles might ache a little bit. You can get some lung damage from it. If you have a chronic exposure, so... <laughs> Chronic. Are you done? (laughs) Low level over an extended period of time. You're going to start looking at kidney and bone and lung problems. Um, It can also cause cancer. It's going to start getting into like cardiovascular, renal, gastrointestinal, neurological, reproductive, respiratory. Like it's hitting your systems. Pretty much all of them. So then once you get to like these very long term, maybe not low level long term, right? Yeah. You can imagine those are just going to exacerbate. So long term exposure can cause um anosmia anosmia, which is smell blindness. Bl- <sighs> smell blindness. Blindness. Mhm. And there's that and then there's hyposmia hy- hyposmia hyposmia I think that's how you say it. Um these are different. So the one that they that she should have is where you lose your ability to smell like one or more things. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just like certain things whereas hyposmia is basically not being able to smell anything or having a really decreased. So like some people that are lifelong smokers mm-hmm. will develop that, right? Um so maybe she just has both or like it, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Um. Anyways, this can be permanent. It could also be temporary. It just kind of depends on how it hits your system, how long it's been there. So, yeah. yeah. They um, say
1: hers has been there for at least six months. Quite a while, yeah. So.
0: so, one of the, pretty much the main problem with cadmium poisoning is going to be weak bones and brittle bones, which obviously we're seeing with him. Also, you're going to get that kidney damage and that's going to be irreversible. Your kidneys can shrink up to 30%, which is a lot. That's not going to do great for your function. Um, it's going to cause a lot of problems. Obviously, it can even lead to muscle weakness and a coma, which we don't see here, which was kind of interesting because they love having people in comas on yeah, this show. That's their
1: favorite thing. But uh, if he was in a coma, he wouldn't be able to lie his lying oh of face gosh. off. So
0: I also meant to mention, um, we don't get this diagnosis until 39 minutes in out of 45. It's
1: literally like four super minutes before late. the end of the episode. Yeah,
0: super late diagnosis here. Um, So, also, with this much kidney dysfunction, you're probably going to end up with gout, which is arthritis. Um, You're getting uric acid crystals in your joints, so that's not cool. Um, And then you can also get kidney stones, which is our favorite around here. Oof. Um, I do want to point out that smoking, just like regular cigarettes, is a significant source of cadmium. So, uh, stop smoking. (laughs) If you're still doing that, like, just... Just quit. Just, I just like wanted throw that out last week. Mm-hmm. We got a theme going here. Yeah. So your lungs are going to absorb cadmium way more efficiently than your stomach, which is not a good thing. So they were like, oh, they were eating batteries. Like, nah, this is like shoving batteries into your lungs instead. Um,
1: Smoking a battery.
0: Yes. So let's talk about cadmium poisoning from soil from marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um cannabis is a really unique plant because it's what's called an accumulator plant which tomatoes are also actually um so basically it's gonna take everything in its environment and it's gonna soak it up which could be good could not be good yeah um so this is why there needs to be more regulation and that is in in progress and california is doing really good oregon's doing oregon and washington like the west coast is really trying on this um the cannabis industry is a great thing, I think, personally, but we really do need laws in place where they can't just take any fertilizer they feel like and throw it into these soils because of stuff like this, right? Yeah. Whatever's in that soil is going to end up in your weed, and because you're not just eating it, you're smoking it, you're going to get a lot more toxicity from that, and everyone in the room is going to get that toxicity as well. Um, so it's going to go in through the root system, assuming that it's in the soil. mm mm-hmm. And it's going to get absorbed. And even if there was, um, like, cadmium in the water, it could still get absorbed. So it gets absorbed by the plant. It does a really good job of that. Um, so good of a job that uh, with Chernobyl, they actually used cannabis to clean the soil. Sweet. Yeah, because it would soak up, like, some of the radioactive elements. So and then ju- someone
1: smoked it, no doubt.
0: <laughs> so just to give you an idea of, like, how good it is at this which it turns out to be a bad thing for them but yeah so that's how it happens they're probably buying their stuff from the same guy every time who's probably getting it from the same supplier and that also means that there's probably other people that Dealing are getting yeah getting this stuff from them so um i i have a couple of like horror corners and stuff let's I'm going to let you finish up, and then I'll talk about treatment, and then I'll talk about my horror corners, Okay, because they're kind of tangents. Wow.
1: Nice. Cuddy laments to House that Hank's career will be over due to his... What in the world? Due to his drug use... I don't even know what happened. I don't even know either. Uh, (laughs) Due to his drug use, because his official medical records will show that they were treating him for, no, I guess, cannabis use... But House tells her that, according to his report, they were just treating him for Addison's. He falsified the report to protect him, and he says, we all make mistakes. They shouldn't define our entire lives. And Cuddy says, well, usually they do, but okay, whatever helps us beat the Yankees. So she lets it slide, which, like, falsifying reports is a pretty big deal.
0: Yeah, but baseball.
1: But baseball. (laughs) Sports medicine. I don't know. Foreman and Sharon share a dinner, and she asks Foreman about getting house down to this sort of pharmaceutical retreat thing that she's got planned for a bunch of doctors. She specifically focuses in on house about it, and he says, hey, do you really want to talk about work? And she's like, well, no, no, I don't. So I don't know if the show is trying to imply that she's using Foreman to catch a bigger fish. Well,
0: because... Earlier in the episode, also like House says something about the groupie sleep with the, or the, the roadies sleep. Wait, the road the groupie sleep with the roadies to get to Mick. Yeah, saying that he's Mick. Yeah, and then yeah, she's asking about House. So I think they're trying to imply like either she actually wants to sleep with House or she just wants their money. Which that's that's where I'm at is the she's playing the long game to get that account because they're a big hospital.
1: Well, and getting House would be a, yeah. a high profile. Yeah, for sure high-profile catch uh we see chase working with hank and it appears that he's showing some improvement that his arms healing which great for you you piece of shit and then cameron (laughs) apparently enjoyed her time with house at the monster truck rally she asks if house was ever married and he says he lived with someone for a while he doesn't say whether he's married or not. He just says he lived with someone for a while.
0: I know who it was. Their
1: date seems to end kind of nicely.
0: I know. And House eats so much cotton candy. It's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, poor guy. Ugh.
1: I, I can't eat it for a lot of reasons. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> don't like that texture. Nope. But I just think of raccoons when they are given cotton candy and then and they, they try to wash in the water. it. And then it's, it's going and gone and they're so sad. Poor, oh, it's poor it's gonna trash make pandas. Ink. Go oh, cry. boy. Oh, no. Let's talk about poisoning some more.
1: Yeah, that make uh, is that the make end of your cry. episode. Yeah, that's it.
0: Okay, cool. Let's fuck treatment, right? <laughs> okay, so I went down a rabbit hole with treatment here because there's a lot of things that can help cadmium poisoning. Okay, Um there's also a lot of things that won't help it, like activated charcoal. Not gonna help it because it won't soak it up, right? So it seems that here's here's what we need to do here. All right. You need to do an entire gastrointestinal tract irrigation. All right. So you really just want to push everything out. You're going to need supportive care for the various things that are wrong. Like, oh, his, his kidneys, kidneys. are
1: still shot.
0: You're probably still going to need kidney transplant. Yeah. Which, again, like that's happened in previous episodes too, where they're like, oh, don't do the transplant. And then it's like, no, they probably still need a transplant. Like it's not going to magically reverse. That's not how that works. Um, he's going to need chemical decontamination. Um, you're going to use nanoparticles and chelating agents and like combination therapy you're like i said i i wrote down some of the drug names they're long they're hard to understand but it's gonna take a lot is what i'm saying um most of it they can probably do pretty easily mm-hmm. but he's, he's gonna be in there for a little bit to get this pushed out of his system um along with the fact that you know as long as he stays clean it's not gonna get worse but that relies you on him staying clean and like I don't really trust him to do that.
1: Well, they keep saying, Oh, we're going to have you ready for baseball by summer. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to them, the season starts in April. They've got like a couple months. Yeah. At best a few months for him to fix his severed arm.
0: Exactly. And like back to the gout thing, gout's not something to be messed with and you can get on medication for it. But if he is going to develop that, or if he has already started developing that, you're going to need to reverse that. Um, your bones can strengthen and be like semi reversible from the, um, osteopenia Osteopenia, but probably not completely and it's gonna take time um and then like i said we've got the kidneys which we know kidney problems are not something to be messed with so we'll see how that goes uh you ready for some horror stuff yeah please okay cool so there's a whole disease from cadmium poisoning and it is called Itai Itai syndrome it literally in japanese means it hurts it hurts or ouch ouch disease um And this started in 1912, and they named it themselves, like the locals did, because of the amount of pain that they were in with their spine and their joints and stuff. Um, So what happened is, this was in 1912, but it took 55 years for them to figure out what happened, Um, but pretty much, like, they were mining, and obviously they didn't realize, like, hey, there's a bunch of heavy metals and stuff going on, and this is dangerous. Yeah. The the runoffs and stuff got into their water. They use the water to irrigate their rice fields and cadmium is very water soluble. And then the rice paddies soak it all up and mm-hmm. then the rice is contaminated and then they ate it. So this ended up being like a huge, huge problem. And obviously they were drinking that water too from that river back in 1912 um, without like filtering it like we would today. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to lead to a bunch of cadmium and a bunch of people like cadmium poisoning and it ended up being called ouch, ouch disease. So that's kind of horrific. Just thinking about like, they have no idea what's causing this and And it's in all their rice and all their water for this town. Yeah.
1: And I mean, a lot of the time when you get sick, you're like, Oh, we need to, you know, you need to drink lots of fluids and exactly. Yeah. They're just making it worse. Yeah.
0: And this was in uh, Toyama. Okay. So, um, another thing, (laughs) and this one's kind of like, not funny, but funny. So in 2010, um, Huge levels of cadmium were found in an entire line of Walmart-exclusive Miley Cyrus jewelry. (laughs) Um,
1: That's fucking metal, bro.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So they found this out, and then they found out in February. They didn't stop selling that jewelry until May, because they were like, "Uh, we'd have to like pull everything off the shelves and get it tested, and that'd be really hard. So they just kept selling it.
1: Fuck off, Walmart.
0: On a less funny note, um, cadmium was also detected in some paint that was used on drinking glasses sold by McDonald's for the movie Shrek Forever After.
1: Oh, Shrek, I no. Know.
0: And they had to recall 12 million glasses.
1: Damn it, Shrek.
0: Yeah. So those are my little horror corners.
1: That was one of the worst ones, though. So, so, <laughs> so in-
0: cadmium is... Still very relevant. There's cadmium in foods. There's there's cadmiums out batteries. At, yeah, batteries yeah. Um, out in the environment. I mean, it is a very real thing. It's in cigarettes, so it's interesting to me that we have this entire like poisoning by these things. We have all these episodes, and I'm like, yeah, they're in cigarettes, and we're still like selling cigarettes. It, like, just um, I would say smoke weed instead, but apparently that's not the greatest option either.
1: Apparently not. If that's how we got that, how we got it this time, but but really, geez.
0: so that's another thing. Personally, I you know, we're all for marijuana, um where whether it's medicinal or recreational, fuck it. Um but you going to drink
1: alcohol all the time, why not smoke weed too? Right. Is it really any different?
0: But we need to legalize it so that there can we be can these laws. It. Exactly. There can be laws in place. And I don't want it to be super regulated by the government and in other ways but we do need to be able to make it safe so it's kind of a catch-22 and a little bit of a double-edged sword there because you you want it to be you want there to be laws in place to keep people safe but also we don't need it to be taxed at like nine bazillion percent so that the rich can get richer because eat them yes eat the rich agreed as we sit in texas with power outages and
1: I my immediate our power went out last night due to rolling blackouts because of this <laughs> rolling winter blackouts. storm cute name R- wonderful it immediately made me wonder when i i heard that was likely to happen i was like i wonder if the really wealthy neighborhoods are gonna go out or if nope. they're gonna be like no let's leave them on and all
0: the skyscrapers and stuff yeah no they're fine
1: i had a feeling that's great wonderful cool fuckers well anyway. that's the end of that episode yeah uh, that's
0: all i've got it.
1: developments we find out that wilson is friends with house's ex stacy apparently pretty good friends uh it doesn't seem like they've talked in a long time probably yeah, they, they because they haven't like kept in touch yeah
0: but they were friends
1: yeah i imagine because wilson was trying to be respectful towards house about it like that's which the makes the you get. wonder what changed yeah um in turn, we also found out that House has an ex who apparently was serious enough to warrant Wilson not talking to her based on their breakup. Yes, it wasn't just something small. Someone also, dated for a while, he lived with someone. Yes. So and he also goes on a date with Cameron this time. A it's date, not... not date. He says it's not a date. I get the feeling I think it coming turns from into House. A date. Coming from House, I feel like he doesn't want to call it a date because he doesn't want to put. That out there in case it goes badly. Yeah. He wants to, hey, he doesn't want it to be serious because if it is serious and it goes badly, then he failed at right. it. So but
0: if he's like, no, no, it's not a date. And then it goes, well, like it seems to, well then. No, mm-hmm.
1: well, maybe something.
0: What up daddy house?
1: Uh, I mean that directly directly, directly what mm-hmm. that directly connects to Cameron who goes on said date with him. Mm hmm not date
0: and seems to have a good time
1: yeah she seems to enjoy it so maybe that's going somewhere Um, Perhaps. we also find out i guess her views on abortion yeah maybe at at the very least like we pointed out they seem to be personal views that don't necessitate what other people do yes she has her views about what she would do in this situation but she doesn't begrudge anyone in their situation about what they should do uh Chase outright confesses that he likes House. He likes how he acts. He likes his brash personality. Like, it seems like he's always sort of been on House's side for most he's things. He's a suck-up for sure. Yeah.
0: But now he's straight up saying, like, I like nah. the guy. Yeah, it's... I like
1: him. I like working for him. He also seems to recognize drug abuse in people in this right. episode. He he very specifically jumps to cadmium poisoning from marijuana use.
0: Yeah, so, I think he's connecting some dots here, um mm-hmm. as far as him having been a drug user and the urine sample debacle, but it's still like he could have jumped to cigarettes, yeah, um there's a
1: lot of things he could have jumped to, but he jumped to that one pretty quickly weed,
0: right, so maybe you yeah, know maybe he already knew about that, maybe you've seen that before, he's read a study or something, but yeah, yeah,
1: and then finally, we find out Foreman, we finally find out who he's dating. Yeah, it's pharmaceutical rep, and he wants to hide that fact from the entire team, but especially House. Yes. He really doesn't want House to know about it, which is interesting.
0: I don't really blame him. Yeah. Honestly. I no, think he just House. believes
1: House would rag on him and give him a hard time it's about it. It's not wrong. Yeah. So we'll not... have to
0: see where that goes and see what her true intentions are.
1: And I guess Cuddy likes baseball.
0: <laughs> and Wilson does as well. Yeah. Also, like I, I mentioned earlier, um... Wilson canceled speaking at this huge seminar to see Stacy. This friend. That's so a it big seems deal. More why it, couldn't she go to the... She's there for the weekend. Why couldn't she go to the seminar? And then like... Yeah. Like not even with him. But it's they obvious, could c- connect there and then see each other the next day. Or? Yeah.
1: It's obvious House isn't going to it. And it's not likely that any of the other people going to it would recognize Stacy. That would tell House about it. Like right. Chase wouldn't if Foreman or cameron were going to it they yeah. wouldn't so
0: it's it's just odd
1: yeah it is odd
0: yeah right. he, he we'll seems see. to
1: be keeping his secret so
0: we'll see where it goes yeah where's julie i don't know he's just openly like i'm gonna I, go
1: i guess if it's an old friend yeah you know and that's someone that julie knew about beforehand then maybe too. but just odd
0: yeah a lot of questions not yeah. a lot of answers we'll find out maybe next week maybe in a couple of weeks who knows yeah,
1: in a bit that that does Sometime. come back around um, I don't have anything else I mean we kind of hit all the points we yeah, talked about we kind of about, already like, talked about our views and the, yeah, the big things so. abortion suicide all that fun stuff
0: so hit us up on Instagram we are at housekeeping.podcast uh-huh. um, you can also email us I think it's housekeepingpodcast at com. honestly don't quote me just go to Instagram okay please,
1: please slide in them DMs
0: ooh slide in that's a baseball thing it Good is. job, buddy.
1: We did it. Baseball. We brought it full circle. Back to sports. Back
0: to the diamond. Okay, bye. Bye.